the parable of the wheat and the weeds, the, the parable of the kingdom of God. These are, these are parables of the kingdom that we have here in Matthew's Gospel in chapter 13. Parables of the kingdom and what the kingdom looks like and how you can know the kingdom and live in the kingdom and experience the kingdom. What the kingdom looks like and how you live in it is what these parables address. And today we have probably one of the more, most difficult of the kingdom parables because it establishes sort of a duality situation between good and bad, evil and righteousness, black and white, light and dark. It establishes a duality in which people are identified as either wheat or weeds. And that just makes me really kind of uncomfortable because I don't like to think about people as being either evil or good. And in fact, by our own experience, we know that it's always a mixture of the truth. It's not that you are good and you are good and you are evil and you are evil. It's that within each of us is good and evil. There is good in all of us. Even in the most deprived person, there is a spark of some goodness. There's that echo of the image of God, what the theologians call the imago dei, the image of God alive in everyone, even the most depraved of us have a spark of the light of God in us. And at the same time, even the best of us have moments when we're a little bit weedy. I was preaching in first service this morning and it came to mind that in reality we had in our midst someone who was a beautiful wheat plant, Mary Means. And so I used her as my illustration. Mary is beautiful wheat and Greg is evil weed. And that's how we often understand this parable. One person is wheat and the other person is a weed. When in reality what it is is that within each of us are elements of weeds and each of us elements of wheat. So let's take a look at how Jesus tells this parable. Let's take a look at the botany for just a moment and see what it says and see if we can understand this parable in this way. Instead of this duality between good and evil people, what about good and evil in each of us? So let's do a little botany for just a moment. When Jesus tells this parable, he talks about the weed, and the weed is the darnel. The darnel is a plant that looks a lot like wheat. It's very populous within uh, the Middle East. It's found all over the place, and, and, it, and it can be easily mistaken for the wheat plant. And so what happened was, as it was growing, you couldn't tell the difference. They were intermixed amongst each other, and you couldn't tell the difference which was wheat and which was weed. Now, my mother doesn't get that one. She seems to think that anything that's a weed just sits there and screams, I am a weed, pull me! And that's what she does. She sees a weed, she can't stop herself. She goes down and pulls it out. Good for her, but my goodness gracious, it throws your back out, it causes blood vessels to burst in your eye, it can cause a real mess. All for getting a tiny little weed. That's what herbicide, that's what weed whackers are for. That's what kids are for, to get them to go out there and pull it, right? No, 
she sees weed, she wants to pull it. Well, here we have a field that's been sown with wheat. And somebody else has come, the evil one, the devil has come to sow it with weeds, darnells, and they look the same. You can't tell them apart until they grow up. And when they get grown up, the ears of the wheat are bent over. Whereas the ears of the Darnells are standing up straight and broad. The ears of the wheat are bent over, and the ears of the Darnells are standing up straight. So you can identify which is wheat and which is weed, and it's easy to gather those weeds out and leave just the wheat to then gather into the barn, and then you take that wheat, the, 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 the weeds, and you throw it into the furnace. It's easy when they grow up. It's harder to see them when they're not yet mature. Hmm. How is this the kingdom of God? The traditional interpretation is that this describes the kingdom of God as a mixed body. St. Augustine, who was the bishop of Hippo in northern Africa, said that the, the church is a mixed body or a body that has been mixed, a corpus permixtium, that it is a mixed body between believers and unbelievers and people who will be believers and people who are not yet believers yet and people who are already believers and then people who will never be believers. In other words, it's a mixed body between wheat and weeds. But there's a little hint in Jesus' explanation of the parable today that usually gets mixed. I, I checked commentary after commentary, and I couldn't find a single one that picked up on this one. And I'm wondering, am I crazy? Well, yeah, I probably am. But who knows? Let's see. What does Jesus say? He says, The Son of Man will send His angels, and they will collect out of His kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers. Now, most people go right to that and all evildoers and miss the first part of that. Don't miss it. Hear it again. The Son of Man will send His angels and they will collect out of His kingdom all causes of sin. Ooh. Causes of sin. Not just evildoers, but causes of sin. In other words, God will send His holy angels to reap. And the reaping will remove that which causes sin, that which generates sin. Or to use the language from last week's, me week's message, that which causes us to commit hamartia, to, to, to shoot at the target and fall short of the target, to shoot at the target and go wide of the target, to shoot at the target and not hit the mark, to fall short of God's will for us. Something must be causing us to fall short. What might that be? God's going to send the angels to harvest out that weedy stuff that causes us to miss the mark. And notice what it says, something else that's usually missed by most preaching on this passage, by most preaching on this parable. Who does the harvesting? It's not me. Praise the Lord. It's not me. It's not Mark. It's not you. It's God sends His angels. 
It's God who does the identification. All right. We, we, we. Gene, you're a weed. Wheat, 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 weed. Weed, 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 weed. Wheat, 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 wheat. We have too much weeds over here. Wheat, 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 wheat. We don't do that. God does it. Too often, too many sermons on this passage focus in on the idea. Well, you have got to identify within yourself the weeds. You've got to identify the sins, or even worse. You dirty, rotten sinners out there, get out and go to the fiery furnace. Well, I'm sorry, some blowhard preacher doesn't get to do that. Likewise, you don't get to do that against each other. The plants don't identify who the wheat and who the weeds are. That's the angel's job. That's God's job to identify wheat to identify weed and to reap out, remove the weeds and throw them into the fiery furnace. That's God's job. So let's get that straight. It's way above our pay grade, friends, as brothers and sisters in Christ. It's way above our pay grade, our spiritual pay grade, to identify the weeds in each other. But what we ought to be ready and willing to do is recognize that we have weeds in ourselves. There are weeds in me that need to go. There are weeds in me that are choking, that are choking, that are literally choking the spiritual life that God has for me. There are weeds in my life that are choking off the spiritual growth that God has for me. And the same is true for each and every one of you. We are all living in a mixed body, and we are the mixed body. Each and every one of us is a mixed body of wheat and weeds. And what God wants to do is come into your life, identify those weeds, Remove those weeds. Cast them into the spiritual furnace. And allow the wheat of spiritual living, the wheat of obedience, the wheat of faith to grow in you so that God can then use you to nourish a broken and hurting world, to reach out to those who have not heard the gospel not experienced the presence of Jesus, not known the love of God. That wheat makes what? It makes bread. Yum, yummy, yum, yum, yum. Bread is yummy. It's nourishing. And it's in fact one of the most important staples in the human diet, or had been. Don't tell my doctor that. He's a gluten Nazi. But, <laughs> but in truth, bread has been a staple for the human diet for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. All right? And it nourishes us. And so the image here is of the spiritual life within us growing up to nourish not just us, but then others 
And that spirit can be quenched by the weeds. And what are the weeds? We've talked about it. We've woven it around it. We've avoided it. We've talked about it as being weeds or that which chokes off our spiritual life. But what is it? Take a look at those plants, those ears. The wheat is bent over, almost as if it's praying. The Darnells are standing up straight. Look at me. Look at what I've done. It's the self-will. It's the ego saying, I'm important. Look at me. Pay attention to me. Look how wonderful I am. It's the self-centeredness that's the weed. It's the desire to be seen and known and lauded for who and what you are. It's the desire to get it your own way all the time. I had a teacher once had a sign on his wall that said there's only two ways of doing anything, the wrong way and my way. It's that attitude that's the weed. Instead, we're called to be like the wheat, bowing over in prayer to God. Why, why in our society is kneeling such a problem? Now, I'm not talking about physically due to medical issues or arthritic knees. I have a problem kneeling because of arthritis in my right knee. But why is it that kneeling as a posture is such a problem for so many Christians, so many people, that they don't want to do it? It places your body into a position of vulnerability to that which is above you, to that which is behind you, to that which is right in front of you. It places you into a position of vulnerability. And if there's any place we're going to be vulnerable, we should be vulnerable before God. And that is the image and essence of what it means to be wheat in this parable. To be bowed over in prayer and supplication to God. Not the wheat standing there saying, look at me, not the weed, excuse me, saying, standing there, look at me, now you got me doing it, but the weed bowed in prayer. Not the weed being arrogant and saying, it has to be my way, but the wheat saying God's way. The parable of the wheat and the weeds is not just about people. Wheat, weed, weed, wheat, weed, wheat. No. It's about wheat, weed, wheat, weed, and unfortunately, probably, weed, 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 weed. And it's about how God comes, sends His angels. God comes, sends His messengers. God comes into our lives to sift us, to search us, and to remove, to reap out that which needs to be tossed away into the fire. This week, I invite you to spend a time in prayer, in contemplation, in consideration for where in your life the weeds are alive. Where in your life are you plagued by weeds? Actions, attitudes, desires, 
self-will that run contrary to God's will for you? Where in your life are weeds alive? I pray that we will look inwardly, ask God to show us where they are, and then be ready and willing and open for God to reach into your life and remove it, because you can't do it yourself. Oh, you can try. You can see that thing that you know is a weed, it's been shown it's a weed, so you can try to take it out yourself, but you're going to fail unless God is moving in you to excise that weed, to take out that weed, to remove that weed from your life. So, my sisters and brothers, I invite us this week to look in your lives for the weeds that exist in you. We're not talking about other people. We're not talking about what other people do to you. We're not talking about what other people do or who they are. We're talking about you. We're talking about each and every one of us. Where are the weeds in my life? Where are the weeds in your lives? Ask God to show them to you. Ask God to identify them for you. Ask God to remove them from your life, to rip them out, root and all, and toss them into a spiritual furnace where they might be consumed so that the wheat that God has planted in you might grow, might nourish you and others with the beautiful grace of God. This week, be open to what God will show you about the weeds in your life. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. listening to a sermon by Dr. Gregory Neal, Senior Pastor of the First United Methodist Church in Commerce, Texas, and Rector of Grace Incarnate Ministries. Copyright 2014 by Dr. Gregory S. Neal. All rights reserved. For more information and for other sermons by Dr. Neal, visit us on the web at www.revneal.org. That's www.revneal.org. You are also invited to visit us in person at First United Methodist Church, 1709 Highway 24, Commerce, Texas, 75428. This program was produced by Dr. Greg Neal.